Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Top Story, where we look at the efforts being made to cool down the situation in Gaza and promote peace talks between Palestine and Israel. I'm Tian Lu. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi is calling for efforts to bring the Palestinian issue back to the right track of the two-state solution, urging all parties involved to return to the negotiating table. He has spoken with his counterparts from Iran and Saudi Arabia over the phone. Wang Yi voiced his concerns over the increasing violence in Gaza, suggesting the United Nations, especially the Security Council, should take its due responsibility to help solve the issue. Iranian Foreign Minister Hussein Amir Abdullahian expressed his his unease over the conflict, adding his hope that a diplomatic solution can be reached. Saudi Foreign Minister Faisal bin Farhan al-Saud said Riyadh condemns all attacks on civilians and opposes Israel's forcible transfer of the people from Gaza. He added that there can be no just and lasting solution without an independent Palestine state. China says it's prepared to work with relevant parties to promote a ceasefire and peace talks between Israel and the Palestinian armed group Hamas. The country's special envoy on the Middle East, Jai Jun, says the international community must urge the warring sides to abide by international humanitarian law. Foreign Minister Wang Yi pointed out four key points. A ceasefire, avoid humanitarian disasters, promote de-escalation, and let the United Nations play its due role. China has always believed that armed force is never the way to solve problems, and using violence for violence will only lead to a vicious cycle of retribution and create more obstacles to political settlement. The international community must take immediate action to urge relevant parties to strictly abide by international humanitarian law, open humanitarian relief channels as soon as possible, and make every effort to avoid serious humanitarian disasters. Jai will soon visit the countries in the Middle East to further strengthen coordination with all parties. He says the direction of his work is to cease fire, protect civilians, ease the situation, and promote peace talks. Israeli troops are preparing for a ground assault on the Gaza Strip as the country hits back against Hamas. The nation's defense forces said it will allow a humanitarian corridor in Gaza to enable residents to move south. Food water, fuel and medical supplies have run out in Gaza. The Gaza Health Authority says more than 2,300 Palestinians have been killed. Israeli defense forces say the Israeli death toll has reached 1,300. For more on the situation in Israel, we have Stephanie Fried in Sterrett. The officials here, they're not hiding the fact that they intend to go in, they intend to conduct a ground assault. It's a matter of when they're going to launch it. They say they're going to continue and they will attack by land, air and sea. What we understand the end goal of that is to basically remove Hamas, to remove its political and militant wings completely. Um, Israel has been urged by the U.S., and by the UN to aid in humanitarian aid getting there and into helping uh, the, with this evacuation to allowing it to happen. Of course, that's urging Hamas or urging in Gaza, but Israel ha- can't really aid the evacuation of uh, Gazans from the north. Also, we're getting reports here, another commander, a Hamas commander, militant commander who helped mastermind and helped lead the operation here, the mass killing here a week ago, was killed, killed by Israel. So that's the latest in terms of um, military and, and movements right now. And yes, Israel's ready to go in. We're just waiting to see when that's going to happen. 
That was Stephanie Freed from Starrett, Israel. In Gaza, an influx of patients have overwhelmed hospitals that are also contending with dwindling supplies and limited space. Nor Harazian has been covering the story at Al Aqsa Martyrs Hospital. I am standing inside the Shuhada al-Aqsa Hospital, which is located in the uh, city of uh, Deir al-Balah, which is uh, in a southern uh, Gaza Strip, where hundreds and thousands of hundreds of people uh, came here. They left their homes in uh, northern and also in central Gaza City and came here to take shelter after the Israeli army ordered uh, citizens and Palestinians to leave the northern area. However, over the past two days, while we are uh, residing and taking shelter in this hospital, we witnessed uh, hundreds of people who came to the hospital either uh, injured or killed by Israeli strikes that targeted their homes in a southern uh, Gaza Strip. So uh, basically, this means that there is nowhere safe in Gaza. That was Noor Harazian reporting from a hospital in the Gaza Strip. The International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies, or IFRC, is calling for safe access and more humanitarian aid to Gaza. Tommaso Delalonga is a spokesperson and a manager of the media unit at the organization. What we are seeing at the moment in the Gaza Strip is that people really need everything. We are lacking medicine, we are lacking fuel. Palestine Red Crescent colleagues are telling us that they don't have any more fuel for the generators, for the electricity, so then for the hospital, which means ICU unit or incubators for keep babies that will not work anymore. So I deeply believe that uh, we, we really need to have uh, safe access and we need to bring a humanitarian aid to the people that really need it. I think that is really a stark reminder of the, how the level of violence, uh, where it has arrived. But then uh, it's also a reminder of the call to all the parties to respect the international humanitarian law, to respect civilians, to respect the core workers, to respect hospitals and ambulances. This is non-negotiable. This is a matter of international law that needs to be respected by all the parties. When I was at the phone today with some colleagues of Palestine Crescent telling me we are running out of fuel, we don't have any more medicine. And actually, also with this uh, news of the evacuation, mainly there was, they told me there is a huge confusion and people are just asking how we will survive. So we had these, uh, I would say, heartbreaking calls of colleagues from Gaza calling colleagues in Ramallah saying, we want to say goodbye now because we don't know when we will be able to speak again. Yeah. The reality is that all the parties need to give access to humanitarian aid to give, to give safety for this access. So. Of course, there are different scenarios, uh, possible different scenarios, something better, something worse. But then uh, the, the point here is that we need uh, to have a space where colleagues of Palestine Crescent, colleagues of other humanitarian agencies will be able to deliver. Gaza is running out of water, food, power and fuel after Israel cuts off supplies. Seven of Longa's team members have lost their lives in the fighting. The US and UK have advised their citizens in Gaza to move south toward the Rafah border crossing with Egypt. The crossing is currently the only route out of Gaza. Hamas, Egypt and Israel all exercise varying degrees of control over who can pass through the border. Yasser Hakim has more from Cairo. Egypt has continually said that uh, the Gaza border is open from its side for the humanitarian aid to reach the Palestinians. However, uh, from the other side, Israel has bombarded 
the uh, Gaza, the Rafah crosser boarding uh, twice uh, when the uh, violence uh, started on the 7th of October. And uh, it has not been uh, revamped by Israel. And Israel has before also said that it will uh, stop any aid going from Egypt to Gaza. Egypt is trying to push to open the uh, Rafah cross boarding cross from Egypt side, from the Israeli side, so from the Palestinian side, so uh, the the humanitarian aid can go through. Uh, obviously, uh, concerning that uh, the UK and US told their citizens to go to the Rafah border in the hope that it can uh, also uh, open the door for them to go uh, to Egypt. Official sources said that Egypt will refused have refused what the US and Israel announced earlier that they will allow US citizens or dual uh, nationalities uh, to go through the uh, crossing to Egypt. Now Egypt said no. Egypt uh, said it, it refuses that and the only condition to allow any foreigners or dual citizens US, UK to go from the uh, borders from Gaza to Egypt is that Israel would allow the humanitarian aid to go the other way around. So it has to be opened on both sides so that the humanitarian aid could reach the Palestinians. But what the US and Israel have been saying is that it will be opened on one side so that the foreigners uh, and the US, uh, UK citizens will go from Gaza to uh, Egypt. And Egypt said no, it will open its side for the humanitarian aid as well to reach the Palestinians if it wants the US and the UK citizens to go into Egypt. And uh, here Egypt will work on two things. First of all, the Rafah crosser, the boarding, uh, the opening the borders for uh, aid. And secondly, to avert an influx of hundreds of thousands of Palestinian refugees into Egypt, which Egypt obviously does not, uh, is not ready, will it be ready to, to, to receive those influx of refugees? Or is it better to have an area within Gaza that will be cordoned for humanitarian aid to reach Gaza and the Palestinians inside Gaza instead of an influx across the borders in, into Egypt. That was Yasser Hakim reporting. With that, we end this special edition of The Top Story. I'm Tianlu. Thank you for listening.